I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know this is why I'm doing this. And and it keeps pushing me more and driving me more to keep growing and to just pass on this positivity, pass on this these smiles and this, you know, the reactions that I get from people just it's amazing. So kind of leaving it leaving the world, leaving this room, leaving the people I, I, I connect with better than they came, better than they were, right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Two for Rise podcast, where we document the rise and stardom of Winnipeg talent and personalities, aka the number one podcast in Winnipeg. Our guest today is on a mission of spreading love and positivity with his art. He's a multidisciplinary artist whose work has resonated with many across the world. Please welcome Pedro Reese. Woo! Man, first of all, thank you for coming on and making the time to... Come on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. How was uh, how's everything? I know you just made a piece with Steve Aoki. Yes, so, yes. So that how's awesome. that? How does that feel, man? Uh, you know, honestly, very rewarding, very cool, very. It's uh, it's 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 something I've always wanted to kind of start doing a little bit. Is more of, of getting my ha- you know getting in the hands of of some more, uh, um, you know, bigger people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Steve's always been. I've always been a fan of Steve and. He's come to Winnipeg a few times. I've been to all the shows. Right. So, and the reasoning behind the piece was really cool because uh, it's of his father. Mm-hmm. I made a piece of his father, which was his hero, which was also my, for me, my father was my hero. So, um, it's pretty cool to kind of, it resonated really yeah. well with me and uh, I knew I wanted to do this piece for him. So. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm sure like, you know, this, to get to work with Steve Aoki took years and years and years of work. So, let's dive into your journey, man. Where for do we sure. even start? Like, take me back to... I don't know, high school or wh- where did this journey of exploring art start for you? Okay. So I think if you, I'll, I'll go way back and I'll bring it back to like a more recent. Yeah. Um, if you go way back, uh, I've always been into art. I've always loved art and, you know, in art class in grade seven, grade, you know, grade five, all that kind of stuff. I've always done these little projects and stuff, but I was never a big artist. I was never, I never imagined myself being an artist mm-hmm. or, 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 you know, kind of growing in that way. Um, but it's, you know, I've always, I've always loved doing it, you know, take you, you fast forward to, to, you know, five, eight, ten years ago, as we grow up, as we, uh, as we're raised, I, I always refer to the cookie cutter lifestyle. Yeah. We're raised, um, to, to, you know, go to school, get a good job, get married, have kids, like the typical cookie cutter lifestyle, I call yeah. it. And so, you know, what happens is as, as a, lying here (laughs) what happens as a um as an adult is you kind of follow that 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 plan that road that you're 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 supposed to follow right Mm -hmm. and uh so yeah you get a job you get a career you kind of work your way up and uh and you get distracted you lose you kind of lose sight of what truly makes you happy you're chasing that paycheck you're chasing that that uh the job the car the house whatever it is right so what happened was uh about five but seven years ago, my did my father passed away, mm-hmm. and that's what kind of changed everything for me. Um, but let's rewind a little bit more. I um, I was working at you know I had I had my career job that it, that was my cookie cutter lifestyle. I had I was working at BMW. I was an operations manager there for about for about six years. I was there for, and um, and I thought I had it made. You know, I thought I was going to work my way up the chain, mm-hmm. get paid more, get better positions, just kind of work up and be set for life type of thing. And, uh, but then your, your, your vision changes a little bit. And, uh, and then, like I said, my father passed away. So I started, uh, 
in honor of him, it was really hard for me and my family, but in honor of him, we st- I started a little bit of a clothing brand right. uh, called Ray Clothing because our last name is, is Reese. Yeah. So if you take off the S, it's it means Ray. Ray, which is King. King, yeah. And so I started this with his signature, started this brand, started making clothes, T-shirts, hats, things like that. And, uh, and it kind of blew up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, my family loved it. My... Um, my friends and everybody wanted a piece type of thing, wanted a, a hat or a shirt or something right. in honor of him because he was really popular and, and mm-hmm. really loved and he was really positive. So everyone really loved my dad. And so I did that for a while. Uh, I had a meal prep company as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was kind of juggling my life at the time. I had I had my, my, my career job. I had uh, my meal prep company and I had my, my clothing line that I was yeah. kind of juggling. And so... I uh, I had to kind of make a decision what to do, mm-hmm. whether I was going to chase you know chase these these two little side things that I really love doing, or work this nine to five that right. that had had it set, had all the perks, had mm-hmm. all this you know, but it was a tough decision. But I jumped. Right, I had to make the decision to jump, and uh, it was tough. But I I'm glad I did it. Yeah. So from there, I kind of transitioned. You know, la- the, the artwork kind of landed in my in in my in my lap. I guess if you want to say that where I, um, I started, you know, splattering some jackets, painting some jackets, doing some stuff like that. And uh, that's when I started really doing some artwork. Um, and then actually, it's funny, Stephen Hua actually reached out to me when he opened up Prohibition. Yeah. And he, he reached out, he asked me if I could do about 10 to 15 pieces for the lounge, for the, for mm-hmm. the, for the bar. And I was ner- nervous at first, not knowing if I should do it or, or because I, I've never, you know, at the time I was doing these really small pieces, right. with jackets, and uh, he kind of had faith in me. And I said, you know what? No, let's do it. I can yeah. do this. So that's kind of like that leap, you know, that jump of, uh, you know, when you're, you're scared to jump, but you, you, you know you should and you know you have to. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and uh, it's the best thing I ever did. So I thank Stephen Hua always for this. Yeah, Stephen's and, great. Uh, <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. So he's uh, he's a big part of, of my transition into art. Yeah. He, he helped me. He kind of opened the door a little bit of a door for me, right? right. So. So yeah, I, uh, I I did a bunch of murals, a bunch of pieces for Prohibition, and then I decided that you know what, let's do an art show. Yeah. I've been an artist, quote unquote, for a few months only at the time. And I said, you know what? Let's do a big art show, and let's kind of make up, make a bunch of pieces, and mm-hmm. let's 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 go, right? Let's yeah. do this. So yeah, and that's kind of how it started. I did a big art show, um, got kind of got my name out there a little bit, and I just continued growing from there. Yeah, no, it's it's funny that you say that. Like Robin and I, like we always talk about this. It's like chasing rabbits. So when we're like so busy, it's like mm-hmm. we have school to worry about, we have the podcast to worry about, and then he's got other stuff like student organization. So. It's, cra- it's funny how you mentioned, like, when did you realize, like, okay, I can't work BMW anymore, right? Like, it's it's not making me happy, and I have these two side hustles that I'm doing. Like, where was that switch? That's a good question. So, um, it happened actually a few times. The the urge, the want, the, you know, cur- curiosity of, of whether I should or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, juggling the three was great in, in a sense where, you know, I had I got paid for my job. I got I had a good job. Right. I was doing these two little side hustles, I guess, if you want to call it. One, I was very passionate about, obviously, because of my dad and just the reasoning behind it, and the re- you know, a lot of people supported and loved that. The other one was a little bit of a hustle, right? Just the mm-hmm. meal prep company was great. So I'm juggling these, and you know, life's great. But then you 
you realize that that there's so much potential in in these side hustles or these these passions of yours right and uh and that's what it started really you know pulling me a little bit towards mm. it was um you know knowing that that I could do more with it mm-hmm. you know if I'm just giving this 20% giving that 20% and giving this one uh, 60% now I'm you know I know I'm not giving it 100% right, right. so I, but then I'm only giving this 60% at the same time, right? Yeah. So it's a tough one because, uh, you know, you got to decide what what's going to make you happy, what's, mm-hmm. what's what's the right way to, to do it. And, uh, yeah, so I I guess it was about a year previously, a year before I left the car industry, I uh, I thought about it a lot. I, I, I put a bid down on a building. I was going to open up a shop. I was yeah. going to open up. And, um yeah, from there is is where I really started thinking about a year before, and uh, it just didn't happen, right? You kind of got back into 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 the safety mode, right? Yeah. Into safe into the safe safe zone, and um, yeah, so I didn't do it. A year later is when I really decided that okay, you know, the the clothing line people are really liking it. I I loved it, and I just I was really passionate about wanting to do my own thing. Right. So I decided to to jump to do it to kind of take that leap. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was, you know, at first there was a lot of doubt. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I should have, if I made the right decision. Right. Um, and at the beginning it was a bumpy road. It was really, it wasn't easy. You know, I didn't, I wasn't making as much money as, uh, as I was at, at the dealership. Right? right. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, um, but you know, some months were really good and some months were really bad. And so that was kind of that rocky road at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think once the arts kind of fell in my lap, um, and I started doing that. That's when I realized, like, this is I love doing this. Right. This is what I really love doing it, and I'm gonna really f- chase this and really follow this and mm-hmm. pursue this. And that's uh, and that's that's what I kept doing. It's just yeah. And then there was a there was a mission behind it, right? Like there was a bigger picture as to why you were chasing. It. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yeah. So, like I said, with my with my father, um, you know, he's always been a super positive role model to all of us to mm-hmm. my friends to my cousins to my family to everybody he was just that funny positive happy always happy always talking people are always talking to him asking he's always telling stories and so he had this 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 really strong energy and uh i think once i started to kind of connect with that and i started to really you know br- put his name on it and and i really wanted to make him proud i really wanted to pursue this and, and really grow this so uh, it's kind of funny on the back of these shirts yeah i had his signature like his actual signature on the back of these shirts i still see people wear these to this day <laughs> i don't wear, make those anymore but i used to make those and so just seeing this my dad's signature on these shirts yeah seeing the logo and because now i took his signature and i turned it into a logo, logo. Yeah. so seeing this logo on these shirts on these hats that people still wear i still sell these hats uh on my artwork all my artwork has this logo as well and so seeing that is just so rewarding it's so mm-hmm. cool to see him to see his name on everything to see his signature on everything right yeah. so i know how proud he would be of me how proud he is of me and um and yeah honestly that's the biggest drive behind it, is just spreading that 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 love and that passion that he had and that's funny that we i said you know <laughs> uh, we talked about this a little previously yeah and, and about <laughs> the spread love and i don't want to jump around here a little bit yeah. but but um yeah some of my lo- some of my sayings was was spread love too rare to die yeah and uh and well death was the other <laughs> one. i don't i don't forget swear on here yeah no but be yourself man okay. so uh yeah i had these three things that i was always putting on shirts and clothes and 
and hashtags and I was always really pushing that and it was really spread love was one of the biggest ones I mean yeah. I showed you I made these pins right things spread love I got it designed made these cool pins and uh yeah it's I mean for me this is all about love it's all about um you know your roots and and really sh- spreading positivity spreading that love right yeah and I mean it's like kind of carrying on his legacy you can almost 100%. say yeah so like what at what point you're not like um every entrepreneur faces struggles and like along this journey, you have that motivation and like often like even us, we're like, okay, why did we start this? Right. And always come back to that mission of like, you know, spread love. So like, Mm -hmm. what did that message like mean to you? Right. It's for us, everyone has a reason why they say spread love, Mm -hmm. but I'm curious to see like, what was your take on that? So I think, I think uh, one of the things that, that, it's really tough, obviously, for everybody when it, when someone passes away, someone close to them really passes away. It, it's it's really hard on them. Obviously, it's one of the most tragic mm-hmm. moments in all of our lives, and um, so you're almost very you're, you're very vulnerable at that time. You're very not weak, but you're very sad. You're very vulnerable, and the love that people give you, you know, that support, that is is so important. And it's and and you it's when you almost it's when you really feel it. You really see it. You really notice it around you is is when you're in that low vulnerable position Mm -hmm. that's when you see everyone else's love um you know really there for you and it's so it's it's so meaningful it's so important it means so much to me to us of course when this happens so i think as i started to grow and and evolve and kind of work with this pain and the sadness and turn it into positivity turn it into love you know more love i think that's what kind of helped me want to, it made me really want to spread love more mm-hmm. really wanted me to kind of i said something back when this happened is like i was extra nice to everybody I was, yeah i don't know why i held doors open more for people not that i did but you know you'd hold open doors for people you would just that extra i i saw myself change without trying to or wanting to change almost yeah. just I started being so much nicer, you know, and spreading love more yeah. without even trying to. And then as I realized what I was doing, I knew that there was this big connection with, with my dad and, mm. and with, and just, you know, kind of, it just passed on to me. Right. And, and right. it's me wanting to keep that love that he had, because that's the way he was. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say, I want to be like him. I'm going to do this. I just did it. And, um, and as I realized that I started, you know, as I, as I realized that and saw that, and started connecting to kind of why I did that. It was it's kind of weird. Things happen without you even realizing yeah. or knowing or trying to or wanting to do anything. It, it just happens. It just falls in your lap. So it's pretty cool. So that's that was a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that like spreading love is like even like holding the door for someone. And you know, it's it can change their whole day. I know. So that's something something small, like I said. Yeah. But, but it's those little things that I would that I would that I did not by accident, but you right. know, without realizing, and that I started repeating to f- my friends and, and, and families, things like that. Is that you know, it's those little things you start doing uh, become so important, right? Become you just want to do more of that. You want to, you don't want, you just want to help people. You want right. to spread that love, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Let's let's transition into your entrepreneurial journey. Like you know, I think everyone here is curious, man. Like you have this beautiful studio. How did this come about? Like Stephen got you into probation, right? What happened after that? Mm-hmm. So, thankfully for him, he, he, like I said, I thank him a lot. He, he gave me that 
you opened the door for me right you know with prohibition that helped a lot um mm-hmm. i'm not saying i couldn't have done what i'm doing or i wouldn't have been here without him but maybe not i honestly <laughs> that's why i thank him so much because it's 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 those little doors that open that help right. you right and you know what i found what i have found a different way to do it possibly of mm-hmm. course but you know i'm i'm that kind of guy that will always find a way but you know these roots change these 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 paths change and everything's different right so the way it happened was amazing that's why i like i said i thank him so much and so from there uh, i just kept going of course I, I you know i did a show people knew about me people people didn't know i was an artist i didn't know i was an artist at the same time <laughs> that's kind of the funny thing is i kind of just really it just exploded i just said right. no i love this i i was so passionate about doing this that uh i knew that this was it this is my life mm-hmm. will i do other things throughout life probably mm-hmm. but will i always do art will i always be you know creative 100 percent. i will right. always i will never stop doing this so from there i just kept going I, I knew i had to keep going i knew i had to you know grow this and um again another bumpy road right so you hit this another checkpoint is right. the level yeah i like to call it level so you get this another level and um and you know you kind of get stuck it's a challenge you know there's levels you don't just jump levels all you know yeah. you gotta work you gotta work through each level you gotta pass the level so i uh yeah i kind of started making more pieces for people of course started advertising marketing showing everything and put, you know started and uh things went well but again it's bumpy road here's ups right. and downs right so you kind of you know, one month might be great. You have all these pieces you sold, all these pieces you made. Um, and one month you might be slower and not have a lot. So again, there was this bumpy roads where you, where you, you kind of had to kind of work, work to, to grow, work to evolve, work to kind of get out and, and change what you're doing to, to, to grow more. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's from there. I, I kept growing. I kept evolving. I really wanted to always, I always try to change the way I do things. I always want to do things that are different that other mm-hmm. people aren't doing, right? So as if, I, if I see other people start to do or if I start to see other people doing similar things that I'm doing, I need to change my, you know. Yeah. I will continue to do these thing, these styles of pieces that I make, but I will find a new way or find a new style or I'm always trying to evolve. I'm always trying to grow. I'm always trying to add pieces to the puzzle. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of my thing. Is that is that more of like a market competition kind of thing or... It's just you trying to always like become the better version of yourself in in terms I mean, of your artist career. Yeah, no, definitely. I would say both. Right. <laughs> I definitely am always trying to grow and, and compete with myself. Right. I'm always trying to do things different, add more parts to the to this moving piece. Right. Three um, D pieces, uh, lights, broken glass. Mm-hmm. You know, pieces sticking out the sides, deeper pieces, moving parts murals that are that are movable that you can so always trying to change but then of course out there there's going to be some competition as well Mm -hmm. in a sense and it's healthy right you want that healthy competition where where there's other people doing things that you might be doing already or there's other people that are that are really big and growing as well and and that kind of drives you to do more as well right yeah and it's funny that you mentioned like this road of like entrepreneur is always the roller course and you know always Mm -hmm. going up and down and we talk about the rule of thirds a lot where it like one third of the time it's the best moment of your life and then two thirds of the time it's like man okay it's it's okay and then that other time it's like man i hate this right (laughs) and were there ever moments for you like that it's like you know you had to like push yourself extra or like you had to make yourself take that extra step to finish that art art piece 
Definitely. Uh, I, I've talked as well in the past and well, recently as well about the obstacles and the and the ruts that I get into. Right. So, and the ruts and speaking of the of the uh, what you just said earlier. So, I like to refer to as two steps forward and one step back. Backwards, two yeah. steps forward and one step back. You're always going forward, but you're going to go backwards. Mm-hmm. So if you change up the angle, it's it's uh, it's I use ruts a lot. So yeah. I, I I fall into these ruts. I feel. I joke that like I'm in a ditch. I'm just like I gotta crawl out of this ditch, right? Yeah, that's extreme, but <laughs> but you just you feel really low, right. right? And so I'm an extremist. I'm uh, full of energy. I'm super high energy. I bounce off walls. I'm like super <laughs> loud, typically. Yeah. Um. So and that's what that's part of being a creative as well for me, anyways. Uh, all that energy, all those thoughts, helps me create. Helps me be, you know, evolve and and, mm-hmm. and keep. Thinking of new things, but it also when I'm when I'm not feeling the greatest, I'm also pretty low. Yeah. So when I'm high, I'm high. When I'm low, I'm low. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, those are the kind of you know being in those ruts is really tough to get out of, right? Um, some days I d- I'm not motivated. I'm not driven. I'm not, you know, and I I don't do anything. Some days I I try. I go try to get into the garage, try to go to the shop, try to do some work. Nothing. I just mm-hmm. am not I'm not feeling it today. So I'll carry on with my day and do some other stuff. Try to come back with a laptop try to do some design work you know some days i don't do anything but i think it's 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 part of the it's part of the process where you have to um you know accept these 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 ups and downs that you're going to go through and just work with them understand understand acknowledge that you're that you're going through these things going through these lows and know that you're going to get out of them you know Mm. watch yourself listen to yourself see how you act See how you react to everything, and uh, and and work with that. And then next time you're in this rut again, just kind of work your way out of it. Yeah, and you know, like it's oftentimes there's this, like the grind is so like idolized, where it's like, man, no matter how, what you're feeling, you got to go 100 percent and everything. What do you have to say to that? Is it always about the grind? Like, man, like even if you're not feeling the best, like your body tells you no. Is it is it just faking it, or do you have to listen to? to yourself and then put your mental health before the grind. So I think we all, we all hear that you got to keep grinding no matter how, you know, you keep grinding, keep pushing past that. I, I, I agree. At the same time, you are going to feel low. You are going to, you know, some days off is good. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't agree with always, you know, I, everyone's different. So I think if you can handle it, pushing through it and, and continuing to, to push is, is amazing. And some days I think, you know, if, you've, if you're not feeling it and you really need that day off or you need the week off or you need, take it, you know. Yeah. You got to listen to yourself, feel yourself. You got to really listen to yourself, like you, you know, deep down inside, how you feel, how you're, you know, how you're reacting to the situations around you mm-hmm. and kind of grow from there. Yeah. What were some of the, like, moments that, you know, I like to see the struggle and, like, understand how people have, like, overcome some of the struggles. Are there any moments that particularly, like, stand out for you where you're like, man, like, maybe I can't do this artist thing and I should go back to BMW. You know, it's, it's steady. Everyone likes that security. Mm-hmm. So go on, sorry. Yeah. Like, w- w- were there any moments where you thought about that? Definitely. So at the beginning, especially, and that's, yeah. that's when I definitely doubted myself a little bit. I, I always, you know, I doubt myself throughout this process a lot as well, but, but, um, at the beginning I questioned whether I, I should have done that. You know, do I re- was you know I felt some regret in a sense of mm-hmm. did I make the right decision? I had a high paying salary job, perks, benefits, everything, all everything. That stuff, and uh, and I jumped out to do my own thing, 
which got none of that, right? I mean, I had some pay, right? But it was a it was an ups and downs, right? Some months were, were decent, some months weren't very good. Uh, so yeah, there was definitely a lot of doubt. Uh, I questioned whether I should have left or not. Um, but you just keep pushing through. You follow your your true heart. You follow your true feelings inside of you, and, mm-hmm. and you just keep pushing. Yeah. You know, like you know, you said there's months where it's like you're making money. There's months that you're not making money. Did the business side of like marketing or, you know, like going on podcast or something, I know this is your second mm-hmm. one, but yeah. like just social media and how everything is on social media nowadays. Like how important is that for your sales? How important is social media? And, yeah, your, and, and like the, the marketing side of things. Oh, it's so it's funny to ask that is, is some of my friends don't understand this, but uh, a huge percentage of my sales and, and, and my business is social media. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, I, I definitely have some business outside of social media. I have some networks. I have some friends. I have some, you know, referrals, all that, of course. But uh, a huge percentage is all social media. It's a marketing, your branding. You know, it's so important. And obviously, a lot of us know that. Um, but, uh, but you know, you shut off Instagram for for a week or two. Yeah. And it, it, it affects affects me. It affects a lot of people, right? It's a lot of, a lot of my business is from social media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now we'll always find a way to kind of work around that and, 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 and grow your network outside of that, of course, but, but that's a big part of it. And I mean, man, like we touched on this at the start of the podcast, like you just got your art to Steve Aoki now. Right. And I'm sure there's like other big people that you've made art for. So what does that feel like? Like, and are there any like moments that stand out particularly? I'm sure Steve Aoki was probably one of them, but definitely. So I, um, it's like I said, it's, you know, I make art for a lot of friends, family, friends of friends, you know, mm. random people I don't know. It's, it's, it's super nice. I, I love the fact that I can have my art in people's homes, mm. that they have this in their bedroom, in their living room, in their kitchen, wherever, is, is so cool. It's so rewarding. I love that. Like, it's, it's a really cool feeling. But now when you have this celebrity or a big name right. having your piece in their, in their, in their home, it's, it's super cool. It takes it to the next level of, 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 you know, of growth of who you are and kind of where you want to kind of go. So it's pretty cool. I like it. It's, yeah. it's, it helps, you know, it c- kind of helps you push to the next level as well. Right. How it gives you that confidence. Like for example, Steve Aoki was super, super stoked. Yeah. He was like, I don't know if you saw the video, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he was, he loved it. And I, I, di- I didn't expect him to love it that much. I was hoping he would like it a lot. Right. I would hope, I was hoping he would really, you know, appreciate it of course. But the fact that he reacted the way he did yeah. was next level. It was so cool. So that, that to me, you know, it just gives you a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. motivates you more to, to kind of keep growing and, and, and kind of gives you that, that, you know, that, that confidence to, to, to know that you, you are at that level, yeah. you are growing, you are evolving, right? So right. it's pretty cool. What does that feel like when, you know, like when people say, man, your podcast is great. I'm like on top of the world. It feels 100%. like the best, right? And when your art, like people like Steve Aoki and like other people, I'm sure I, I'm looking at the art right now, man, I'm like, this is sick. <laughs> what does that feel like when people give you that reaction? Honestly, amazing. Obviously, as you would think, right? It's, it's, it's you know, like I said, we've, we go through this life of, of chasing what we think is, is that life that we want, mm-hmm. right? That nine to five, that, that uh, you know, that job, the car, the house, the, the, the cookie cutter lifestyle. We think that's what we want. And, and don't get me wrong, we all want that. It's still good. You know, it's amazing. But when you finally find that, that thing that you're supposed to do, that mm-hmm. thing that, that you're good at, that, you know, and people, 
you see the reaction that people give you, you know, the love, the the appreciation, the you know, the, the smiles, the laughs, the, oh, it's amazing. It's so, so rewarding. It it really makes everything worth it, and it makes you realize that this is why I'm doing this, and this yeah. is what I'm supposed to be doing. How do you think people find that? Like, you know, some people call it, like, the calling, or they call it their purpose for life. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's about, like, eventually, like, you're meant to eventually find that purpose, or you have to, like, externally, like, search for it? That's a good one. I mean... Not everyone will find the purpose. Everyone, yeah. I believe everyone has a purpose. Everyone has something that they're really supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean something physical necessarily, but just something that, you know, whether it's their energy that they're passing around, whether it's their their lessons. It could be even negative lessons maybe. Maybe, right. the, you know, I won't get into that, but maybe, you know, but I think that we all have a purpose in life and, you know, we have a reason to pass on our energy and what we're passing on. And so with me, with this art, like I said, it's it's. I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know this is why I'm doing this, and and it keeps pushing me more and driving me more to keep growing, and to just pass on this positivity, pass on this these smiles and this, you know, the reactions that I get from people. Just it's amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, and it's gonna be a weird question, but why is that so important? Like you know, the passing on that positivity. Where nowadays it's everyone's caught up in their own life, where it's hard to like you know sometimes share or give that external love and like share that love um, because you're just caught up in your own little world. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays with social media and like how the world is, why do you think that's so important of spreading? So that, that's that? actually, you almost said it there in, in a way. And, and that's just it is I think this world, I think the world's amazing. I think the world's a, a great place and there's lots of positivity in it. But as we know, there's so much negativity. There's mm-hmm. so much, corruption there's so much you know it's it's there's a lot of evil there's a lot of people don't don't use that word enough almost but not to get into the bad but the the word the world is 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 a crazy place and um i think especially now especially these last few years depending what you see and 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 where you sit um it's been a crazy few years and Mm -hmm. and there's been a lot of hatred towards each other with certain things there's been a lot of negativity there's been a lot of um you know, ex- excluding people from certain things. Right. It's been crazy. And so it's so important to 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 give that love back, to, to show people that you love them, to to really help that and spread the love, like we say. Um, it's it's so important to, to help spread that love because yeah. it's it's there's it love is very contagious right and if we can spread it a little bit more then then they'll you know the next people will spread it more right. and they'll feel the way i feel and you know honestly the feelings that i get the, the way i feel is so amazing that i want everyone to feel that way right and so i think it's it's important to keep spreading that love and keep it's it's a personal thing yeah for me but it's also to make the world a better place like 100%. it's cheesy i know but but it's true like this world is is messed up in a way and <laughs> yeah. not not being negative because i see the positive in the world of right. course but in reality the world is pretty crazy yeah. there's a lot of bad stuff a lot of negativity and so that to me is is me kind of leaving it leaving the world leaving this room leaving the people i i, I connect with better than they came better than they were right that's amazing man. like that that's that's some powerful stuff and like people do it in certain ways where like you know they'll they'll do public speeches where like people like Martin Luther King, like they know they, they share their dreams with the world and you're doing it through art. So 
I want to say like everyone has their own like outlets of what they go. Like for us, it's the podcast, you know, mm-hmm. where do you take your inspiration from in terms of your art? Like I see, you know, you have obviously your father inspired this journey for you and like you try to share that message and spread, spread love. But where do you draw your inspiration for most of your art pieces? It's a good question. I don't. So someone asked me that recently as well. And it's, it's no one specific or no, no specific thing that, that kind of inspires me. I think it's a little bit of everything and everybody and maybe not everybody and everything, but, but a lot of people around you and a lot of things around you inspire me. Um, you know, it's, it's your, your friends, you know, growth, it's your, your family's, you know, sometimes it's, it's like, even like I said, the, the negative, the, you know, when people pass away, they're, they're, you know, a memorial, when I make a memorial piece for somebody, it's so rewarding to be able to make this piece for them, to help them bring them joy and, and help keep that person's spirit alive. So these little things help me grow, help me want to grow more, do more. And yeah, I mean, my, my goals lately, my vision is so extreme. It never was this, this, this extreme. I never actually wrote goals before. I never had a vision board. I never have any of that. And I just, it's all in my head kind of, right? Where I kind of just create these, I know what I want. I know where I'm going. I know what, but I've never had as big of goals and dreams as I do now. My dreams are insane. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that most of them will happen. Yeah. And um, you just have to truly believe in yourself, truly believe in your thoughts. You have to convince yourself in these thoughts that they're going to happen, right? And uh, and so, yeah, that's that's, to me, that's, that inspires me to, to to see my friends grow, to see my friends from nothing to where they are now, to see, you know, those little things inspire me. Obviously, other artists, I see other artists grow as well. Definitely inspires me as well. But I think it's a little bit of everything, a little bit of everyone. You know, you learn from kids. Like I, have, I say this to people all the time. You learn from little kids. You learn from old people, of course. You learn from all types of people. And, um, you know, just when you can bring, when you can take something from everybody yeah. and, you know, and learn from everything and have this little bowl, this big bag, this whatever you want to hold it in. And, and you, you you take a piece from everybody and you learn from them. And they inspire you to, to grow and become who you are and become who you want to become. It's pretty cool. Did you always have this mentality of like, or did you develop that over the years? I definitely developed. I definitely was always a positive person. Yeah. I was always, I didn't dream, have goals like this i've never i've never had the vision i have now i've never i never thought i would live to to an old age i never thought i would live past 40 or 50 i joked i never lived past 35 you know just obviously half joking but just that mentality of you know i live life to the fullest i've always i've had a great life you know i'm i'm 39 years old yeah um you know i only started doing art six or so years ago six or seven years ago five or six years ago and um so it's amazing in your early 30s that you can create and change your lifestyle completely mm-hmm. in, your, in your 30s, right? My life, you know, some of my favorite years are in my late 30s or these last few years. I'm yeah. almost 40, right? It's <laughs> crazy. So um, I think it's 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 something that's de- that develops. Some people might have it right from, from, from a kid, from birth, from... But for me, like I said, I've always been positive. I've always been driven. I've always been an entrepreneur, starting these little businesses, doing things like that. But I was never, I never had the mindset that I do now of knowing that 
absolutely anything, almost absolutely anything is possible. And um, yeah, if you really truly believe it, and like I said, can, or convince yourself to believe it, uh, and you start repeating it, like I repeat things out loud, mm-hmm. you know, my girlfriend, unfortunately, poor girl has to listen to me talk out loud, <laughs> repeat my stories, repeat my thoughts and my goals and everything multiple times a day. Yeah. And she's, she deals with it. She loves me and she's great. And, but, but it's, it's me repeating it out loud and me truly believing it. And, and, you know, I don't say I'm going to have this tomorrow. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to no. but I, I repeat what I, what I, I know I want and I know is possible. And, um, and eventually those things start happening. And then yeah. I think once you start to see those things happen over time, whether it was, you know, you didn't think they were going to happen because you said it a bunch of times and six months, a year, it didn't happen. But then five years later, it happened. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's going to happen immediately, but just the power of, of, of saying it out loud is amazing. Power of manifestation. Manifestation, I, yeah. I always say it's like everything in life. Uh, I mean, this quote is from Jay Shetty, but it's like everything in life will happen. Just not the way you imagine. Yes. It. Yes. Exactly. And like, I live by that, man. It's like, it's crazy to think like stuff that you never thought you would be doing. It's what you're pursuing now. And it's mm-hmm. what makes you happy. Like, saying man you said that like you didn't even think you're going to live past like 40 right no like it's, i mean that, that's touching like what what if you don't mind sharing like why did you have that thought and it wasn't that i was had a rough life or anything like that so it was not that i was you know i was living life on the edge and yeah i was gonna die because I, nothing like that it was just more of me joking but it's funny because when you joke you actually kind of feel that Believe, way in a sense yeah. right and and the positive side to that was that i did live my life to the fullest in a mm-hmm. sense where i you know i I didn't hold back on a lot. You know, I, I went on those trips. I went, I did this and I, I, I did everything that I felt I wanted to do or could do at the time. Obviously right. you can't do everything at the time financially or whatever it is, but, but I, I lived a really good, you know, life up until, up until my father passed away. I mean, my life's been even better since, but, and not, you know, it's funny that you, you, you have a certain mindset and way and, and, and way of living up until then and then your father passes away someone close to you passes away and it really like i said it opens you up it makes you more vulnerable it changes you know it kind of throws you right down to the ground and it makes you have to kind of change the way you think it um you know to 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 get back up to grow from there you you change you change a lot and i changed for the better thankfully of course you know some people unfortunately might not but but I changed for the better because I started to really appreciate different things that I didn't appreciate back in the day. Right. Um, you know, I appreciated life, of course, where, again, not that I didn't appreciate it, but I, but I, instead of acting or instead of feeling like and, and, and thinking I'm going to live till my mid-30s, I realized that, um, you know, we are still living. You know, my, my father did pass away at an early age, and so life is short. So I did life, I did appreciate life differently, and I did, you know, make the best of it I, you know still i continue to make the best of my life but i also changed things because i did really i wanted to really live longer i wanted yeah. to i didn't want i didn't want to pass away early like my dad did mm-hmm. um but i was 65 so you know not that's young yeah not oh it's not it's you know not he's old. not 30 or 40 right. I, but but 65 is young yeah and so when you see that kind of a you know it's kind of a check it kind of checks you a bit to, to make you realize that i don't want to die at 65 yeah you know so what am i going to change now what am i going to do to 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 make my life different and 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 to really grow past that right so it's little things like that yeah and it's like 
I always think about that stuff too, man. Like, uh, it's hard for me to comprehend what death is. Like, you know, the, mm-hmm. losing a close one. I it just doesn't. I don't know if it's like if I'm being disrespectful or something like that. Not like, at all. No, it's just me. Like, it doesn't click for some reason. And like, you know, it's it's death is very serious. Like, it's hard for everyone, and everyone goes through it different ways. But what do you recommend, or like, how do you? What do you? What step are you should follow? I guess mm. is the question. It's like it's there's not steps, but like, no, how course. do you deal with something serious like that? Yeah, so there's no answer to that, really. I mean, yeah. there's no right answer to that. Um, I think what my my vision and my my mindset from that is is that there's always a silver lining to everything negative. Mm-hmm. I used to always say, I still say that I I like when negative things happen to me. It sounds crazy, but I like getting screwed over i like you know getting dumped i like you know losing yeah getting knocked out getting which you know there's another thing that happened lots but you just kind of you know those downs those kicks those those when you're down you have to get back up and when you get back up is you grow you change your mindset you become stronger you become smarter you become more confident in yourself you have to get punched out you gotta get you got not punched out actually literally but you gotta <laughs> you gotta get dropped you gotta get you know you gotta fall to the ground yeah. to get back up and to 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 evolve from there and so you know something like this death is very different than losing a competition or or getting dumped or getting anything like that but but you know from everything negative that comes a positive i truly believe that i think you have to find it you have to see it and that's the hard part that lots don't see lots don't find that and so with with my dad i made like i turned the negative into a positive i turned this really situation this tragic, you know, out of nowhere situation. And I, and I made something positive out of it. I, you know, the spread love, you know, making these hats, t-shirts of my dad, um, brought love to my friends and family and people that knew him. Right. And then, like, like I said, as it started outside of that, as people that didn't know him wanted to support, mm-hmm. it just kept his name alive. And it kept, so I did something like that, that not everyone will do or can do, but, you know, I think if you could find that silver lining, find that, that, light in that dark situation um it's super important it's going to help you a lot if you can find something you know find the good things about that person um you know talk about that person never stop talking about that person keep that spirit that name alive and um and you'll see the change you'll see you'll see it you know if you talk about those fun memories and those funny jokes that person used to say and those stories and and all that it's it'll help you kind of grow out of it yeah and it's like i think everyone kind of looks at failure in a negative way now mm-hmm. it's like failure it's like you quit that's it you've like your line is drawn from what you can achieve now right mm-hmm. and i i think it's very it's wrong because i think you can learn a lot from failure right like i agree wh- what are your thoughts on that so like, i i mean I, I again i i think a lot of us have heard this and, and understand this hopefully you need failure yeah. I, I truly believe that failure is so important if you've never failed, if you've never gotten a punch in the face, if you've never got knocked down, I use fighting terms. Like, yeah, yeah. But if you've never got, you you will never know what it feels like. You will never yeah. know, you know. So so to, to when you like I said, when you fail, you you have to learn from that mistake. Mm-hmm. You don't have to learn from the mistake, but then you'll make the mistake again. You'll keep failing. But if you learn from that mistake and you change the way of your thinking, you change and you evolve from there. You you'll become stronger, smarter more confident in yourself and you'll do it again. Like you'll, you'll try again. You'll keep trying. You'll keep growing. 
And if you failed once and you learned how not to fail again on that one part, on that one thing that you failed on, you shouldn't fail again. Yeah. So you might fail on something else again. That's fine. Then you learn how not to do that. Do it again. Do it the right way. You keep growing from there. Yeah. You very important. You mentioned your vision and you got, you, you got very excited about it. Do you mind sharing what the vision is? Or do you like to keep it secret? Like So it's nothing... I don't have, so I, I spoke about vision boards and goals and right. all that. I never used to, I, I never wrote down goals. I never had a vision board. I never had any of that. But everything's in my head. And um, there's nothing specific, I guess, that I that I see uh, or that I, that I have. Like, there's no specific goals exactly. I, I guess I just see this, this, it's blurry in a sense, but I know where it is and I know, I can't really write or say, what it is or what it mm-hmm. you know, what it looks like it's hard to explain but and i don't because i don't like to talk too much about it yeah, yeah it's all in here and, and <laughs> sometimes it doesn't it doesn't communicate out properly right. right but i just see where i'm gonna be it's almost again it's manifesting in a sense yeah. inside of here you know the the growth the levels that i'm gonna be at that i you know and i i can't wait to kind of reach these levels and um and hit these goals and like i said some of them is it's houses it's i don't have big car goals but i have like house goals and i have like growth you know on on in, in my branding in my in my marketing in the in, in what i'm doing mm-hmm. where i'm gonna be where i'm gonna live things like that yeah so you know i guess one of my goals is is you know to have to live you know to obviously have home base here but to have a few other houses one in portugal one in argentina one in miami one in so it's, you know, small goals like that. Yeah. Not they're not small, but they're not. But I think they're realistic goals, right? right? So you know, that's some of my goals like that, and um, just the growth of where I want to take myself and where I want to be in five, ten, twenty, thirty years, uh, things like that. Um, yeah, and just the the levels that you want to be at. It's again, it's hard to explain what I see, but I see it, and it's it's not far away. I think the better question would be like, touch on the power. Uh, touch on the power of manifestation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think there's, th- I've had my personal experiences where I'm like, yo, I'm going to get that. And you believe it. You know what it feels like. You know what mm-hmm. it smells like. You, you know what you're feeling in that moment. 100%. And then when it becomes like a reality, it's it's, it's a whole different experience. Agreed. So what it, did you have any experiences where manifestation was? Definitely. Like, uh, lots of little things that I can't think of, but I just know it because I remember I go, okay, wow, I can't believe that just yeah that just happened that just happened that so now that's why i really push and really again manifest everything that i want and i just speak it out loud i say it out loud i think about it repetitively like my my brain jumps around boom 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 i bounce off the walls i joke but but i um i'm always picturing where i'm gonna go like this for example one of the you know another goal is is the shop i want another shop i want a massive shop have like a couple show cars in there obviously a little wood shop with my art paint a paint area shop you know uh, a woodworking shop to make everything to create uh, a, a lounge area like this of course i want a basketball hoop i want um so much in there right <laughs> and and that's it's a very it's crazy it sounds crazy but it's so realistic it's so close i almost pulled the trigger a few times but <laughs> hesitated just for personal you know certain yeah. reasons i hesitated and and I know it's right around the corner. So yeah. that's one example of something that's around the corner that I know it's coming and I just don't know when and it just has to make sense and financially and, and, and you know, the time of my life and where I'm going to be and location of it and all that kind of stuff. 
So it's things like that. Uh, but to take it back to one that happened was my studio, my first yeah. initial. I've always wanted a, a, a shop or a studio or something of my own. And uh, it's always been a dream of mine. And, um, you know, when I, when I was working at BMW still, I, I had pictured, again, it was, it, it was pictured differently what I had envisioned initially. And uh, I wanted to have a meal prep. Uh, I wanted to have a shop or a studio or a place that had my meal prep. Because, of course, I want everything under one roof because right. if I want to, you know, optimize the, 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 the cost of everything. So I was going to have my meal prep and like a coffee shop. And then I was going to have a, maybe a barber shop with my clothing line. Yeah. So it was going to be all under one roof, two sides to it. So, you know, I had this dream this goal and uh, I pulled the trigger. I, I put a bit on a building and I didn't get it. So that was, you know, it didn't happen. And, but I kept looking at places. I kept looking and wanting to, pl- and that was, the, that was a year before I left BMW, like I said. Yeah. So I was looking at places already. I was ready to pull the trigger, but uh, I believe that it wasn't the right time. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't happen. So I stayed there for about a year, um, left, you know, started my art journey, prohibition, moved on and and then it kind of happened again I, i've always talked about getting a shop or or a studio or a gallery or something and i just didn't know when and then you know you talk about it, then it kind of goes away then you talk about it, then you go. so it, all that happens and uh and then finally it happens finally it, come, it, it manifests it becomes it becomes reality yeah and uh it's just almost by accident as well like we said not by accident because i've spoken out spoken loud so out many loud. times yeah. but when you're not even expecting it it, right. it happens right so um, you know, and I got the studio and I got the space and, uh, you know, it wasn't what I pictured initially. I kind of thought about just a place where I can paint and, and, mm-hmm. and do my work and display some pieces, some clothing, stuff like that. And I turned it into a crazy art gallery. It became, it was initially my studio where I was going to work out of, but it evolved into an art gallery where I have events there and, yeah. and I don't even work there. I work here in this, in this <laughs> shop actually. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I, it's now I have an art gallery, yeah. which is pretty crazy to think about sometimes. Right? Yeah, like, it's, it's awesome. Ex- you know, so, yeah. Did that, like, light switch go off as soon as you, like, entered, you got the keys? You know, it's a like, crazy feeling. And then you see it's, like, not what you want, but you can, you already start brainstorming ideas of, like, what you're going to do yeah. in this room. When I first got the place, I didn't, I didn't have the vision of what I have now, uh, right. of what it is now. I, I initially wanted it to just, I was just going to paint the walls, mm-hmm. hang some pieces on the walls, have a couple of rooms to work in. And that's just good enough, right? It right. was like, it was awesome. I was excited for that. But as soon as I started painting, as soon as I started, you know, painting some couches and I started, you know, turning the furniture into artwork as well and hanging pallets off the walls and, and all this kind of stuff is when I just kept going. And I said, okay, no, this is going to be, I'm going to make this a crazy space. Mm. And so I kept going and I kept, you know, changing each room into it, it, its own theme and uh and yeah so and it turned into this super cool space that i didn't actually expect to turn it into that space but it was pretty cool man from everything you've been through right like the ups the downs you're at we're sitting in your garage and it's like beautiful what does that feel like was it all worth it at the end of the day of course definitely um and like i said this is i truly believe this is only the beginning of of where i'm going to go in 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 this path of, of what i'm doing now um, again, I, I would, I dreamed of being in a position like this to have what I have now to, to create what I create now for the people that I, that I'm creating and for, um, you know, this was a dream, but once you 
get there, there's always, you know, you got to you keep growing, you keep evolving, you keep changing your dreams and your goals. So uh, definitely worth it. I'm, I'm super grateful to be here to do what I'm doing, um, to have all of this around me. Like I, I walk in here sometimes, some days it's a mess. And like, you know, it's, you walk in and you don't think about anything, you just kind of go to work. But then once in a while you give it a good cleanup, put mm-hmm. things away, give it a good, good, good sweep, good mop. And you come back the next day or the next evening and the place is shiny and looking good. And you I look around and I go, wow, yeah. this is, this is pretty cool. What I created <laughs> here. Right. So, and this is my, just my workshop. Never right. mind. So same idea with the gallery, you know, with my studio downtown, I, 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 same thing. I walk in there when I don't go there for a few months. Sometimes I'm not there at all for months sometimes. And then I have an event there. So I go and I clean it up the day before and then I come back at night after it's all cleaned, you know, the, the night of the event. And I look around and I say, wow, like this is incredible. I can't yeah. like, I'm, I'm very proud of myself. Um, you know, I, I joke that I'm probably my biggest fan <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds maybe a, a certain way, but I think that's, a, you know, you should be your biggest fan. Yeah, exactly. I think people don't understand that is, you know, I'd, some people might think me saying that, that I'm my biggest fan, that I, that I'm this or that, but, but if you're not your biggest fan, you know, you're not, doing right. uh, you're not yeah. So, you know, I love my work. Not everything, of course, but I look at my work at the end when I'm done with it and I'm like, wow, that's amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. I love this. And I show my friends and they're like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. But they, you know, they might not love it as much. So a lot of them love it. A lot of them like it, but, but they're not just, you know, their, their mindset's not the same. They're not gonna, so, but I'm just so proud of myself of what I'm creating. And so it's, it's pretty cool. What's the next step? Where, what can you, the listeners and the viewers accept, expect for the future? Mm. I definitely plan to have another shop, like I said, a big, I want to have an interactive studio where it's, you know, a really big shop, big high ceilings. Um, I want to have different depths, different rooms, different, similar to my studio that I have now. Um, but I want to make it something where I have these really big events and it's very interactive where there's lots of art that you can interact and actually do things with. There's going to be a lot of more pieces, a lot bigger, bigger pieces, bigger artworks, like some sculptures and things like that i want to get too into it but uh, that's kind of one of my biggest biggest vision goals that i kind of see coming soon um uh, but i just I, I plan to keep growing plan to evolve uh and and yeah i just okay i want to make crazier pieces bigger pieces um you know more in depth more layers more cut out lights just i want to keep wowing everybody and wowing myself you know yeah. so that's kind of what i see yeah well, that's awesome before we end off we have a couple more questions for you so mm. i guess i can just give you like a fast rundown and you can talk about it so the first question is did you have any doubters along your journey of telling you that art's not worth going into um as well as the, the second question is um what's your highest uh art piece that you sold mm-hmm. and lastly what was the last one uh, like top, yeah, yeah, top, okay. top uh, and top artists mm-hmm. that you've worked with. So doubters, uh, I think there's always going to be doubters around you. I mean, it's just natural. It's the way that it is. Like there's always, there's always going to be doubters around you. There's always going to be, you know, there's, there's, there's not always going to be haters, but I, um, I think a lot of us, no one likes haters. We don't like haters, but, but I think, you know, I've only gained a few haters recently. Yeah. And I think, it was hard at first. At first, I didn't like it, but I think once you once you accept that, that that's just kind of how it goes. That there's always going to be, 
you know, as you succeed, as you, you know, with success comes the haters, right? Right. And, uh, but luckily I haven't had a lot that I know of, you know, that have been in front of me that I've heard of. I'm sure there were behind the scenes maybe, but I've seen a few kind of come out and, and, and reveal themselves in a sense. And uh, I took, at first I was really offended, bothered, mm-hmm. but now I, I just roll with it and I, I, I appreciate them to be honest yeah. with you. I realize that it's just how it goes, you know, th- when you're, when you're growing and when you're, when you're succeeding, there will be those, those guys that people that, that are going to hate on you. That's natural. Uh, doubters, of course, same thing. There's going to be people that love you, that care about you, that are going to doubt you. And that's just the way it goes as well. Um, so I didn't have, luckily I didn't have a lot of people who doubted me to my face again as well. No one really said it too much uh, that I can remember saying that you're not going to do this is not a good idea. Um, you know, there probably was some family, like my mom and my aunt and stuff like that might mm. say, well, you know, be careful, but more of a, more of a worried and, and wanting the best for you. Um, but I know that behind the scenes, like, again, I was saying, I have a good intuition. I feel, I feel vibes and energy from people really well. And, you know, you see the way they act. And when you talk about this, when you repeat this, when you talk about these goals and this art and this, you know, I'm going to become an art, I'm an artist and I'm making art and that's all I'm doing and I'm going to do this. And so there's, you see that a little bit of a doubt coming from them. Uh, at the same time, the pe- you know, my circle, my friends, my family, the people that are around me, for the most part, know how I am and who I am and how, I'm, how driven, how crazy in a, in a good way that I am. And um, so I think, you know, whether they doubt me or not or did, did doubt me or not, they knew that I was going to do it. Gonna yeah. be able to do it. So I think there's always that that part. Um, the next question was... Uh, if you don't mind saying how much or what was the most amount of money you've sold your art for? Art for? So it's kind of funny. I, I, I started off my first piece. I'm going to rewind it back for a second. Uh, I, 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 my first piece that I made, I made for myself just. I made a cool piece and I had someone offer to buy it off me. And I didn't know how much to tell them because I've never sold a piece of art before. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's not true. I sold a f- two little pieces at the time, two stencil style pieces. I sold one for $100. I gave one as a gift actually to Life of Kai to Kyle. Yeah. Actually. And I gave one as a gift to him. And then he actually wanted to buy one for uh, for Jackson. And so he asked me how much. And I had no idea what to say. I had no idea what this is worth or what to go for. And so I sold it for $100. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a lot for what I made. <laughs> And he's like, that's awesome. He was super happy to pay $100. So yeah. it went from $100, my second real piece that I sold. I had a friend of mine say, you should sell it for $500 or $600 or $450. Yeah. I can't remember what it was around that. And I was like, I don't know. That's really high. Like, I don't yeah. think I can get that much. He's like, what are you talking about? Sure you can. Yeah. And so I ended up selling it for, I think, $450 or $550. And to me, that was a lot at the yeah. time. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. From there, they jumped up to $1,000. And, and, and from there, they grew over the biggest piece I got was recently about about a year ago or so. And uh, it was 25000 plus the sm- small piece beside. So I did two pieces together. I gave him a deal. But it was 25000 for the one piece, which Jeez. to me was amazing. And I sold another piece to him for five. And then he actually ended up buying a lot more pieces off me. He's a really good customer of mine. And, uh, but it was, it was really cool to, to go from $100, $500 on average to twenty five thousand yeah. dollars, it was it was pretty crazy. So I don't tell a lot of people that. That <laughs> we're special. Uh, I guess now everyone knows now. But <laughs> I don't like to. I don't like. I don't like bragging about it. Right, or, right. Or, But it's it's pretty cool because it co- of course I don't sell all pieces for that. I don't. I haven't sold you know many pieces for t- too much, for the, for close to that. But I think it's it's so cool to 
to know what you're capable of. Right. Um, you know, again, anything is possible, right? I, I believe I can sell pieces for a lot more in the future. Uh, but again, it's, you know, it's just working your way up there, right? So once you see that, that you're, you know, once you see it's capable of selling it for a high amount like that, then you start keeping going and driving and, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think the other question was, um, are there any, like, favorite art pieces or any one, like, you've worked, you created a piece for that really stands out for you? Mm -hmm. So this Steve Aoki piece I made of his, of his dad, Rocky Aoki, was really cool. Um, really enjoyed making that. It was, again, it touched, touched base with me, touched, touched home for me because it, it was a, uh, a personal piece of his dad that, that was his hero. So that's, you know, for me, that's it really resonated with me. Um, so that was a really cool piece and, and people loved it. It was really cool how I stick out the edges and mm -hmm. I put broken glass on it with diamond dust. And so I always try to have levels, um, different dimensions, different, different, you know, Level, like I said, levels and and uh, and pieces to it, moving objects if I can. Uh, my other one I did recently was a mural for uh, for a home, mm -hmm. and it has a custom neon light made out of glass uh, attached to the front of it. So I did this big ten foot by ten foot mural, um, resined with uh, a, a pink. One was white and one was pink neon light on top of it. Yeah, I think I saw it. So on that one's Instagram. really cool. Yeah, like I really like doing things like that. Uh, where it has you know depth to it, mm -hmm. attached different pieces to it, light. I, I use a lot of neon lights yeah. and stuff. So that's a really cool piece. Uh, I do a lot of broken glass pieces now, like that one over there. Uh, again, neon light, broken glass, different depth. I have that one at the basketball there too as well. Mm -hmm. I like using objects. Um, you know, I, I do my typical style pieces like this with a resin finish, but I like using more different media as well right. right like i said broken glass the basketball the neon lights things like that yeah awesome and lastly i always like to end off is there any advice you can give to the listeners out there that are trying to pr pursue their dreams um any advice you have for them yeah i mean pretty much what we just talked about here yeah. is is pretty much my advice is it's pretty simple is you is, and it's manifestation is what we're talking about here um it's incredible it's unbelievable what what you can achieve, what you can do. Like, I, I, I believe, really believe it, anything is possible. Um, you know, if you really believe and you dream bigger and you realize that there is no ceiling, that, you know, everything is possible. You just have to, you have to really say them out loud. You know, it, you have to repeat them. You have to, again, convince yourself whether you believe them or not. Sometimes you don't, oh, I don't know if I can do it. There's doubt. Of course there's doubt. But you have to trick yourself almost. You have to lie to yourself almost. And you're not lying to yourself, but you have to, because you know, part of you doesn't believe that it's true or that it will happen. You have to lie to that part of it, yeah, and and convince yourself that it will happen. And honestly, that's the biggest thing I have is just to to really follow your heart, follow your gut. Um, you know, your soul inside of you is what's giving you all these feelings. And uh, if you follow these things, if you follow that those little urges, sometimes they're really small urges, and sometimes they're massive urges. And obviously, if they're massive urges you know you need to follow them right yeah um but all these little urges are, are is your body is your, your 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 soul speaking to you and so you have to follow them you have to just give it a chance and and, and chase them chase your dreams yep all right so. i think on that note this is a perfect way to end off the podcast if you haven't already make sure to check out pedro we'll tag everything in the description description below 
maybe go grab some art, hit them up. <laughs> and until next time, we're, uh, we're on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of that. And if you like this, man, subscribe. Help us out. Until next time. Peace. Woo. Alrighty. righty.